Hello, and welcome back to the Twin Cast. Today we'll be continuing our Oscar series, and we're talking about The Irishman, Martin Scorsese's newest film and his most epic film yet. The mm-hmm. Irishman synopsis is about a man named Frank Sheeran and his rise through the ranks of being a gangster and his interactions with Jimmy Hoffa and all other gangsters and kind of it's just about his whole life from the age of 30 to when he dies it's a whole magnum opus of his life and today me and all oliver and i will be discussing this film oliver give us your just give us some things that you thought were really good about this film well first of all i think um this film the irishman will undoubtedly be compared to Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas. But the great thing about this movie and like the thing that it does differently from Goodfellas is that um, The Irishman kind of starts off with an odor of Frank Sheeran. Like in Goodfellas, um, the main character who's portrayed by Ray Liotta, he's a little bit, he's a lot younger. So he's like a teenager. But in The Irishman, Frank Sheeran starts off his mafia career as a 30 year old. So he has a little bit of more experience in life and you kind of see that. He's more, um, he's more wise to a lot of things than um, the main character in Goodfellas was. Yeah. Oliver, I would have to agree. Frank Sheeran is a little bit more interesting character, I'd also say, than Ray Liotta's Henry, even though Henry is a much more likable character. Frank Sheeran is a little bit more introspective. We begin to understand his motivations rather yeah. than just kind of being yeah. enamored with this lifestyle. And I thought mm-hmm. Robert De Niro gave a very subtle yet nuanced performance as as Frank Sheeran I really liked the performance as the DA he went from a de-age version to a really old version and he was able to play his role very well and then and give a really great nuanced performance that I thought was awesome yeah that's kind of what I yeah keep going oh yeah yeah. um the second thing I was going to say was that I thought Joe Pesci was great in this film he went away from his shtick of being kind of like a psychopath who is kind of hilarious. He was this calm, cool, measured gangster who, who was kind of playing chess, who every move he made had a purpose, and he wasn't impulsive. This is a character who's a total 180 in the gangster genre from his regular shtick in Goodfellas, which I found to be amazing. He gave yeah. one of the best performances, I think, of the year, he was the most deserving, besides Brad Pitt, of um, Best Supporting Actor for his insanely great role as this kind of nuanced gangster who kind of understands um, being a gangster is more of a kind of the long game rather than just doing a bunch of impulsive things to make some money. He, I think, yeah. Keep going, I Oliver. So. I think that's what makes The Irishman so interesting. While Goodfellas was more stylized, it was a more stylized portrayal of um, gangster mm-hmm. thing. Um, the Irishman was more grounded and more gritty, and it really showed you the life of an um, of a gangster. Because Goodfellas was about a kid who was in love with all this gangster stuff, but like in The Irishman, all these people are doing it because it's kind of their life, and they need to do it. Very well put, Oliver. This is a much more gritty. Goodfellas is almost comedic at most. At, for the first half, at least, it is comedic. It is hilarious. This one really dials back that and just provides an inside look into a man's life and kind of the whole get an opus about a gangster. Just 
the life of one rather than trying to make a big message about kind of class and society. This one was just looking at the rise and fall of a gangster, just trying to examine it, which I found to be very interesting. There were, I did have some problems with this film, but the script most of the time was very well written, gave some great characterization. And even though I do have some flaws with it though, I think the script for about maybe two thirds was excellent, but there are some problems in the film, which we will dive into in a little bit. And Oliver, do you have any other things that you think were good about The Irishman? Well, there's a lot of good things about this movie too. Like, for example, you, like you mentioned, the acting was very strong, especially with Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and even Al Pacino gave um, some pretty strong performances. The de-aging technology was actually really, it was really impressive and incredibly innovative. I couldn't really tell the difference between, you know, old De Niro and like slightly younger De Niro. Mm-hmm. It was, it looked very real and it didn't dip into the uncanny valley. That's true. That's very true. The de-aging was very good because I mean, the $150 million plus budget was put to use very well, I think, in this film. Mm-hmm. First of all, the de-aging was fantastic. The setting and the visuals were beautiful. Every scene was shot perfectly. There was so much great about the cinematography and the atmosphere that was built around that was built through the huge budget that the Irishman was gifted, which I really found to be amazing. And Martin Scorsese did a great job utilizing the cinematography and the shots to evoke feelings about the character. And each shot had a certain purpose. Mm -hmm. So Oliver, why don't you give us some thoughts on what you thought was not so good about the Irishman? Well, it was like a three and a half hour, I think three and a half. It was like about three and a half hours. But when you have a movie that long, there's going to be some pacing issues. Like the first, like one third kind of drags out a little bit too far. But it does give a lot of exposition that is needed. So it's a slight issue. My problem is the three and a half hour runtime was not utilized properly. Let me me explain why. So in films such as The Godfather, which is three hours in itself, there are no pacing issues because the plot is able to move around. In The Irishman, the amount of exposition that is given is necessary, but there's almost too much of it. It's a, he, try, he keeps banging on the hammer of Frank Sheeran as an amoral character. We already got through some of his actions, and mm-hmm. I don't think we needed it so much. And Hoffa, I felt, was an integral part of the story, but I think it was like an hour into the film we finally get to see him which I found to be a little bit annoying because the story meandered kind of like a, it meandered a little bit too much in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was not happy with that. And the length, long movies, I never have a problem with. I love, most of my favorite movies are very long. Heat, Godfather, Godfather part two are almost three hours each. But the problem was this movie, the second act was not, succinct enough Oliver what were your thoughts on the second act before I go full before I go really deep into the second act yeah I mean I think Hoffa's in jail for way too long mm-hmm, yeah that's kind of how I felt too. yeah it, it, the Hoffa who's the integral part of the story and kind of the center almost the heart of the story went to jail and he was cut out of the story for 
a really long time, like 30 minutes, which was very annoying because I wanted to see the friendship growing and then what transpired for Hoffa to get killed. The mystery surrounding Hoffa was interesting at most parts, but it did drag at a couple scenes. And Al Pacino just gave a, gave a good performance, but it was a little bit too over the top. He mm-hmm. wasn't so subtle as he should have been, I thought, in my opinion. And I felt that there is a lot of strenuous plots in this film, in The Irishman. Unlike in, in Goodfellas, there also are some kind of scenes that don't help bring the story around, but I was not, I was not very happy with how they kind of went all over the place. It went with um, Kennedy and the elections, and I didn't really understand how that was fitting in. It wasn't weaving well, weaving well into the story, in my opinion, Oliver. So yeah. I think that the story lost some of its integrity due to all these the things about Tony Pro and all these things that didn't add that much characterization or did not help progressive plot along. So all like the world- you could, yeah, like you could kind of see that Scorsese is trying to weave a whole bunch of like history into mm-hmm. the events of the Irishman and to show how like Frank Sheeran's actions kind of affected what yes. was going on in the time period, but it didn't help the story as much as it should have. Exactly. It was interesting, but it also dragged. So it was yeah. sort of like a double-edged sword. It was a double-edged sword. Oliver put the hit on the nail perfectly. It was great. There were great scenes singularly, but in the story, they did not fit cohesively, which was a mm-hmm. problem at the final product. And me and Oliver had a little bit different experiences watching this movie. I think I'm giving it a little bit harsher of an opinion because me, my father and I, we both went to see this movie at theaters and we sat there mm-hmm. for almost four hours there was 30 minutes of previews, and then it was three and a half hours. So we, by the second hour, we were getting pretty bored. But mm-hmm. I can see the art history and the amount of passion Scorsese put in this movie, which I do laud him for. And Oliver, what was your experience kind of surrounding The Irishman? How did you watch well, it? I, I got lucky, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I did watch it in bits. I think I did stop some part in the second act to take a break or something. Yeah. Did work on different things. Yeah. But um, I did come back. And I was very happy that the story rebounded in the third act. It did. Because it, it got kind of disappointing. Not exactly, but it did get really slow. Yes. Towards, like, the middle, whatever, sections of the slow, film. It slow, yeah. So, Oliver, I'm, fin- I'm going to get into my final thoughts. The Irishman is a piece of art. It works very well on so many different levels. On a story level, I was not particularly happy with the second act. I felt that around, I don't know, maybe three-eighths of the plot was too slow and did not apply Mm -hmm. to the whole story. And I felt that the three-and-a-half-hour runtime, it could have actually, what I think they could have done is maybe – almost a mini series out of this on Netflix that would have four episode mini series, 50 minutes each. And you could just break it apart into five, into four or five acts. So the viewer will be able to really soak in the information without having to watch a whole three and a half hour film. I don't know how to rate this film Mm -hmm. because on the one, my personal preference and my, and I see, but I also see how it's a masterpiece it's going to be very hard for me to rate it. 
Oliver, what were your final thoughts on Irishman and give your rating well, and I'll give mine. It's, a, it's actually a really good movie. Um, yeah, and it just feels very bloated at times. Yes. The pacing is kind of off, you know, like we just talked about. A lot of historical, like, events kind of drag the plot on. So, Oliver, what is your personal score for this film? Out of ten. Well, that's that's kind of it's really difficult to rate. It is difficult because you you have you kind of have to watch it. You can't really just view this as a movie. It's kind of like a experience. It's almost yeah. It's like an experience. It's almost like a history textbook. You read it. You get a lot of information. You get like a chronological event. You get all this like history. And you also get a story, but the I feel like the film kind of faltered on the story aspect, but mm-hmm. it really delivered a powerful experience. It delivered great filmmaking, great directing, great acting, but the story was middling in my opinion. So if I had to give this movie a rating, I would get I don't even know what I would give it, to be honest. It's too yeah. hard to rate. So Oliver, are you gonna give it a rating or are you just gonna give our final thoughts and then just leave it at that. I, th- I think it's great. I think it's a good movie. It's a, I'm not going to rate it. It's, a personal, it's difficult to rate. Personal preference, I was not a fan of, I was not a big fan about this film, but artistically I can see how great it, how great and mm-hmm. Scor- I can admire Scorsese's artistry that he presented. So I think we're just going to leave it at that. Thank you. We'll be back next week with a surprise. See you. See you. Goodbye.